Today on Power Tips Unscripted, we're going to talk podcasting. It's very meta. We're going to talk about whether remodelers should be doing it to attract leads. And we'll talk about it in just a second. 60% of the time, it works every time. What are you people? On dope? Hi, this is Victoria Downing, and welcome to Power Tips Unscripted, where we talk about tips, tactics, and techniques to help you build a strong, profitable remodeling company. So, last week, we received a really interesting email from one of our roundtable members, and I thought, dang, that would make a perfect topic for this podcast, because it's all about podcasting. And so, today, I'm going to interview Mark Harari, my (laughs) co-host. Hello. Hi there. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Good. So, you know, this has been so much fun for us doing podcasts. And this email came through from one of our members saying, I am writing to see if you'd be willing to entertain a conversation on the topic of podcasts as a marketing tool for a remodeling contractor. I haven't had much luck finding a podcast that is geared toward homeowners. Have you heard of any companies dabbling in this area? And what is your opinion? So, Mark... I'm going to tap your brain to get your opinion on how this might work for remodeling contractors. Very exciting. It is cool. I think it's a great idea. Well, why do you think it's a great idea? Uh, Because podcasting's awesome. Why do you say that? Well, have you heard our show? (laughs) That's true. (laughs) We're pretty good, aren't we? You know, and also the articles I'm reading said that podcasting is growing by leaps and bounds over a lot of other kinds of... um, Marketing tactics. Leaps and bounds. I, um, here we go. I just pulled up some stats. Yeah, it's just, it's really starting to skyrocket and everybody's jumping on board at it. Um, 51% of the population has listened to podcasting. And, wow. Um, and then it gets into the biggest thing that it's talking about here that I think is, is especially for our members and for a lot of the remodelers um, who may not yet be our members is the income. 45% are more likely to have an annual income of 250000 or more. Sweet. So you're talking about affluent people nice. that can afford to do the high-level, high-end remodeling that you want to probably be wow. offering. So I think it's a perfect medium for remodelers and design-build remodelers especially to be, to be targeting. So I know that you've talked to a variety of remodelers about podcasting, you know, based on our experience, and you've recommended they do this. What? Why do they not? Why are not more remodelers jumping on this bandwagon? Um, I think for some it's, it's well, it's a fear. Well, the, actually, to be honest, the biggest thing I hear is um, whenever I've recommended it to anyone to at least start to look into it is, well, I'm just, I'm a local remodeler. What do I need? Yeah, I don't need. It's not. I'm not a national guy. I don't need to be podcasting. I'm just looking at it, and that is some of the biggest well, head trash I've ever. <laughs> so why do you say it's head trash? I mean, when you think about it, do they need you know, podcasts? Are national? There can be accessed by anybody anywhere. We always talk about marketing being very targeted, not doing a big broad, uh, buckshot type of uh, approach. Yeah, but well, oh. all right. So I'm going to call baloney. To keep this a family show, Um, I'm going to call baloney on two things. First thing is the internet itself is a global thing. So when you're when you're posting a a blog post, it's not like you're just writing it to the people near you. True. Someone in China can pull that up. 
So yes. they may not be able to read it, but they can pull <laughs> it up. So to, to say you're only going to do mediums that are in your area is – but the other thing is what's the um, Chip and Joanna Gaines that – what was that show that HTG um, – Yes, I know them, but I don't remember the Fixer name. Upper. Yes. Okay. Right? Yes. They were in Waco, Texas. Right. Modelers in Waco, Texas. They got a TV show yeah. about them. Right. right. They don't do work outside of 30 minutes from their office. Physical work. Although Physical they work. have parlayed that into quite a bunch of products and things. Yeah, yeah, but. sure. But actually, as far as the remodeling business, right. mm-hmm. they work within a 30-minute radius of their office. Yes. So this is an HGTV show that, you know, doesn't do them any harm in their local area, does it? No, not at all. I mean, they're the celebrities. Everybody's probably, like, chomping at the bit to get them to do – they're creating – remodeling projects for them to do so that they can say they hired (laughs) Chip and Joanna. That's very true. That's very true. So what are some things if somebody says, okay, I get it. Yeah, it's going to be a good marketing tool for me. I want to get started at it. What are some things that these remodelers should consider? Um, Well, you should consider. There's tons to consider. Um, The biggest probably thing is is having the time to commit to it. I always say whether you're podcasting or you're doing it YouTube or you're doing blogging, be consistent. Don't just sporadically throw something up. Don't write a blog post three weeks in a row and then don't write another one for two months and then mm-hmm. come back. You know, you need to be consistent. And especially with podcasting, if you do get it rolling, you're going to have loyal listeners, people that are going to want to hear it. So whatever format or I'm sorry, whatever time frame you use, I'd recommend at least weekly. Okay. Um, you need to stick to it. But speaking to that, you need to also decide what the format's going to be. Q&A interview like we do is probably the most common because it's the easiest because you don't have to always know everything. Right. But even though we do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So it is a great, a great format because not only do we get to learn a lot as we're interviewing, but, you know, we're pulling the expertise from our guests all the time. So yeah, I yeah. do love that form. What yeah. are some other formats that you've Monologue? Monologue, yeah, you yourself. Or if you have, kind of like you and I could do, it's like we're doing right now. We could be a, um, a host, co-host, kind of double teaming oh, I it. I see. But the Q&A is, is much easier because at the end of the day, if you're doing the monologue type thing, you basically have to write yourself a full-out script so you know where you're going to go. Now, mm-hmm. even with ours, and you can you know this already, but we'll say it for the listeners, even though this is Power Tips Unscripted, we still script every week's show. It's bullet pointed. You know, it's got talking points, bios, and all that kind of stuff. So you don't want to just go into it free, freewheeling, n- willy-nilly. Mm-hmm. You want to have at least that. And then you do go off script. I mean, we do all the time, especially you. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. You know, something piques my interest, and off we go. Right, right down that rabbit hole. So what about equipment and, and, and studios and things like that and sound quality and all that technically stuff? It's, you know, it might take you about four hours of Googling to, to get the download of information you need. It's not that complicated. I think we got started for about 500 bucks. Mm, okay. So it's not a massive investment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's ideal to have a dedicated room for it. Because? Well, so you can control the sound and, and that type of thing. And then you can get some soundproof panels and stuff and put it up so you get better sound. So you got all those kinds of things to consider. But you can you can do it. Pretty much anywhere. I mean, you could even do it on your... You could start on an iPhone and record it, you know? I mean, you can get it rolling pretty quickly. However, you have... You're pretty picky. 
about this stuff, right? <laughs> so, so I hear you complaining about some podcast you listen to and the sound quality being subpar. Right. Well, it's not necessarily the equipment's fault. It's it's usually user error. Oh, know? really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, if you're sitting in a um, if you if you go to the lobby of a hotel and think you're going to do a podcast, you're probably doing it wrong. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, make an effort and. I mean, yes, there's some better equipment than others, but like I said, a quick Google search, and I've read a couple of reviews on Amazon. I ordered a couple of microphones, a little mixer board, and we were off and running for like 300 bucks. Now, what about editing? What, do you have to have an expert outside of the remodeler? I mean, obviously, the remodeler's not going to be an expert in editing audio. Yeah, that's probably going to be the biggest trick for, for anyone if, if they should have somebody on staff or, or themselves to do it. You you can wing it and just try to go for a one-take wonder and hope you get it perfect that time. But it'd be nice to be able to manipulate and, and edit and improve the sound quality as needed. Mm-hmm. All right, great. So um, let's see. So what do they what do they talk about? What's that content? Content. Well, see, that's the thing. That's probably right there is going to be the biggest trick to making this work. I mean, like I said, you've got an audience. You've got... You've got the people that are listening. I mean, two hundred and fifty thousand plus annual income. This this is a good market to be going after. You just need to find the right content for that market. The first place I think everyone that's listening is going to go is they're going to talk about remodeling. Which sure that you can definitely do that. You could review products. You could um, you could give tips. I mean, you know, we could go on for hours on on different concepts and and content ideas that you would do but whatever it is it should be very specific to a uh, to a category to a topic that you're going to do so that mm-hmm. it's the same thing in and out every week mm-hmm. but you know so you either going to position yourself as a thought leader in that way but you can go off topic too you know i mean i actually you've you've heard my story in the past i used to say it about um blogging but many many moons ago in a former life when i was with a remodeling company we started a second blog, a second website. Well, let me back up. So we were focused on our message. Our target customer was the stay-at-home mom with 3.5 kids, right? And highly affluent household. And so we were pushing like we wouldn't do wood decks. It was always, it had to be the synthetic materials and all that kind of stuff. And basically our messages was always about keeping little feet protected and caring for the children and our and, and all those kinds of things. And then a couple of years later, we decided to go into a totally different market where we wanted to push basement finishing because so many houses were sprouting up and nobody was buying houses with finished basements. They were doing that afterwards. And it was just this huge surge of work that we wanted a piece of. You know me, I like to get ultra niche Right. So instead of just saying we do finished basements, I said, let's be the company that focuses on man caves. Mm-hmm. Well, our message has always been to the stay at home mom with 2.3 kids. And now we're trying to go after man cave audience. So our message didn't resonate anymore. So to keep the brand consistent, we started a new brand and I created a website. It had nothing to do with remodeling or anything. It was a sports blog for local sports, and it was comedy. It was like uh, The Onion 
mm-hmm. meats. Satire, sort right, of. the onion meats. And I hired, uh, hired quote unquote, doing air quotes right now, um, <laughs> college kids that were in the writing track at school and they wanted to do it on the side and they did it for free and they just wrote all these things. Anyway, long story short, totally off topic blog that was talking about sports, but it was the target audience subject matter that I was looking for. Right. So we ended up having a list of 14,000 subscribers in about six months. Mm. Actually, it was five five months But because um, I advertised that blog. Why am I saying all this? You can go off topic. You don't necessarily need to talk about remodeling. Mm-hmm. 99% of anyone, I believe, is going to do that, and that's perfectly fine. But something to consider is what does your target audience – your ideal client want to listen to. Mm-hmm. And if it's, you know, murder mysteries, we'll do a murder mystery. Who cares? Yeah, <laughs> you right. Know, you can, the show can be sponsored by your, your remodeling company, you mm-hmm. know, murders and donuts sponsored by Kevin's remodeling. Yeah. Okay. I got it. And also the owner of the remodeling company doesn't necessarily have to be the personality on, on the, podcast right i mean if if it's a design build firm and they've won a bunch of awards or that sort of they could have their designers one of their designers potentially host it for sure i'm talking about not. that yeah the, the one thing that would really benefit too though and whether it's the owner or not but one of the things we get people that have never met us before <laughs> yeah they feel like they know us right so um, you know, we were just out at KBiz, and I spoke to many people that were like, hey, uh, you know, listen to right. the show. And I, I feel like I already know you. Yeah. And and that's a benefit. I mean, mm-hmm. imagine now you're going to someone's home to sell a project. Yes. And they already feel like they you and you and she are, are friends. Yes. You know, it was funny. I was at a different show, and somebody came up. I was talking to Tim Fowler. We're standing in an exhibit hall. Somebody came up. They stopped, and they sort of backtracked and said, I heard your voices, and I knew I had to come over and introduce <laughs> myself. So how cool is that? Right, so right. you're right. That's a really good advantage. It's a huge advantage, and you become the celebrity in your area. Mm-hmm. So that'd be great. Hey, kudos to you. If you can get 60,000 listeners across the U.S., mm. That'd be wonderful. You can start making more money on the side with uh, <laughs> with sponsorship <laughs> deals and stuff. But I'll tell you what, if you've got that local listenership mm-hmm. and you start by building your list with your past clients, right? right? You get them on the list. You get them to become the loyal listeners and then they'll spread word of mouth. Right. The podcast for you. I see nothing but upside for yeah. it. I mean, it's, I mean, uh, you know, obviously, unless you just completely come out the gates and your, your flop, your show is no good. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not going to do you any good. But Oh, um, there's just so many ideas. Like I was just thinking, what if somebody decided they wanted to just be the mouthpiece of events in the community? They could be interviewing all of the organizers of the various companies or, or organizations that do these events and tie that in. And they could be there as well. Hey, we're going to be at this particular event. Learn about it. Come see us. That could be. Yeah, the sky's the limit. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. It's totally. And, you know, another thing you could do, a completely different angle for and a few of our members are larger. I mean, they've got, don't we have, we have a handful of members that have 30 plus employees. Oh, yes. Um, and I'm sure there's a, a number of listeners out there who have as many or more employees as well. One thing to consider, you could start podcasting as an internal system. Everybody listens to the podcast. In their cars, right? I mean, yep. I think half the people that listen, listen in their cars. Mm-hmm. Um, imagine keeping everybody informed instead of sending out like a monthly employee newsletter. You just have a monthly 
podcast yeah or a weekly mm-hmm. and just given updates on the company things that are happening home depot does it lowe's does it but yeah. it does you don't need to have fifty thousand employees you might want to have more than three <laughs> yeah <laughs> but even if you only had three you could practice for a while you could practice for a while but <laughs> yeah. but you know hey look you got 20 or 30 employees it's tough to get them all in a room together mm-hmm. and get them to stay on on point and know what the message is of the company so you can reach them that way too so as we, since we've been doing this for the last, I don't know, almost a year now, I guess. So we're, More than that. No, it was just April of last year. No, we, oh my gosh, we launched in January. Okay, so just over a year. Okay. It's, re, uh, listenership has been growing slowly but surely and climbing up. Do you have any uh, thoughts or, or comments about how remodelers should not get discouraged to keep going to push through because it'll slowly but surely build over time. I mean, it's the exact yes, you hit the nail on the head, and I can't really add to that. It's the same thing as blogging. I mean, you know, we've been talking about you need to be blogging for years. I've been pushing, come on, you got to get a blog going, and it's the same thing. Sometimes you feel like you're spending all this time writing an article that four people have looked at, so it can be frustrating, but you have to. Stay the course. You got to commit to it. Some some people are going to take longer than others to get the ball rolling. I would recommend going the angle that you and I did to launch this because uh, we actually started. We launched the first episode was episode zero, which was like uh, I think what was it six minutes, seven yeah, minutes, very short. just a little introduction to what this show was going to be about, and then we pushed that out for like a month and a half. Mm-hmm. We were pushing that out, and we had. Coming soon, you know, coming in January 30th, mm-hmm. Power Tips Unscripted. And so instead of starting this weekly show and having four or five pe- people listen to the first 15 episodes, right. that's a lot of work. So we, I think we had 360 listeners in our first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the way you want to come out the gate. So I would recommend going something like that with a big launch and mm-hmm. start one episode and then push it everywhere and get all these people geared up to listen to the first one. And then you're out, you're off and running. You know, even though we script things, even though we have bullet points, we make it super easy for our guests. And one of the things that has sort of been a a nice surprise is how willing everybody is to do this. And I think one of the reasons is we make it so easy for them. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, that's another thing, especially if you're doing the Q&A. The guests you're going to have on the show want to know what questions you're going to ask them ahead of time. It reduces their anxiety about being on a show exponentially. For sure. So you don't want to ever, I mean, think about yourself. You don't want to get on a, a, a talk show or something and then just have people spring questions on you. It, nobody likes to be put on the spot. So um, one of the things we do is we share questions and we ask them to provide questions that they'd like us to ask that maybe we didn't think about. Now, again, this is unscripted and we go off script all the time. They end up being kind of a guide for the questions we're going to ask. But that's something that you definitely want to do. Keep everybody comfortable and make the system easy for your guests if you go on that route. Well, I think you've shared some awesome tips. And again, we've been seeing some great success with this. Hold, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I just, since, since we're going on scripted, how about if I spring this on you? Because it just occurred to me we didn't plan on this anyway. We got to do the lightning round. I'm going to do the lightning round. I'm going to do the, I'm going to do it. You're going to do it. You're going to answer. <laughs> Okay, didn't we just say that guests don't like to be put on the spot? Well, even the lightning round, other yeah, than no. those first four questions, they they don't know what's coming. That's right. Oh, God. And now, here's the Remodeler's Advantage lightning round. It's a trap. 
<laughs> I know exactly how they feel now. Okay, let's put 60 seconds on the clock. Are you ready? I'm ready. What's your favorite business book and why? Crucial Conversations. I love it. It's by uh, Vital Smarts, and there's four authors. It tells you how to deal with conversations around conflict. Something happens, you don't like it, you need to talk to an employee. I hate that stuff. This gives you a script. It's awesome. If you weren't the owner of Vermodler's Advantage, what do you think you'd be doing? I'd be a veterinarian, which is what I wanted to be my whole life until I flunked chemistry, which sort of put a kibosh on that. What are you not very good at? Being organized. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> well, good segue into this one. Your room, your desk, or your car? Which do you clean first? My room. My desk is a mess. Only two radio stations are getting reception. Do you choose reggae or jazz? Reggae. There's dozens of high school stereotypes, like jocks and nerds and stoners. What were you? <laughs> I don't think I want to answer that in public. <laughs> so we'll skip over that one. Hey, come on. Well, I wasn't a jock and I wasn't a nerd, so I mean, narrow it down. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, well, hey, you did a look at that. You did a wonderful job. That well, wasn't so you. bad, thank was you. it? No, that wasn't too bad. Thank goodness I've had several episodes where I've listened to it, so I... Sort of knew what to expect. Well, at least we know somebody's listening. That's right. That's right. <laughs> hey, and so one more thing. Now, I'm going to need to ask you for your five words ah. of wisdom. Do you, okay. would, you, would you need a minute for that? No, no. I think I've got it. It's in form of a question. So my five words of wisdom are always to be asking, is there a better way? Is there a better way? Is and why are those your five words of wisdom? Because I always, I'm always asking that. There has to be a better way, right? When I see something that's frustrating me, uh, that it seems overly complicated, I say there has to be a better way. So is there a better way? If there is, let's do it that way. Let's explore. That's good. I like it. You know, my, um, I have three words of wisdom. What's that? Good enough isn't. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. All right. I'll buy that. Yes, that ties into many conversations we've had here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, hey, so I think that was a fun episode. Yeah. It was, um, it was good. It was, you know, hey, why have somebody else on? We do podcasting. We might as well answer that question right. ourselves, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So we've got a great lineup coming up for the next few weeks. So Yeah. So please help us spread the word, share the love, let people know about Power Tips Unscripted and the Tim Fowler Show. And... For anyone out there that takes me up on this and starts their podcast, let us know because I would love to hear it and then definitely put you on the show. Would yeah, love for to sure. hear about it. So I want I wonder if anybody is already doing it. I've looked, I haven't really found anybody. So hey, if you're out there, you're doing it, and you're doing it to consumers specifically. Let us know. Yep, yep. All right, well, that was a good one. Yep. I think, if I do say so myself. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> if I do say so. Yeah. Okay, well, um, thanks for being here. I am Mark Harari. And I'm Victoria Downing. See you next week. This has been another episode of Power Tips Unscripted, the Remodeler's Guide to Business. Visit www.remodelersadvantage.com to learn more about roundtables our world-class peer advisory program. There you can also find information about our business consulting services, upcoming live events, and much more. And finally, don't forget to subscribe to the show and comment on iTunes. Thanks for listening. It's a beautiful day.